welcome. God has blessed us to come together today in loving memory of our precious sister, Sister Marcella Owens. While we're sad at her passing, there's so much joy in thinking of her and remembering her. Uh, we appreciate everyone that's come. We've got uh, a nice group that's come to pay your respects and honor her. And everyone's welcome. Thank you for coming. Now, among our guests today, we have Brother Phil Crosscup. And we've gotten acquainted with him a little bit. He shared some things with us. And uh, he had the privilege and blessing of uh, teaching with Marcella at Perry School for many years. And he has some things on his heart that he'd like to share, and we're anxious to hear what he has. So, Brother Phil, if you'd like to just come on and uh, share with folks what's on your heart and tell them what you feel. And, and uh, so pray for him as he comes. Go ahead, Thank you. I don't walk as fast as I used to. <laughs> I'm not biological family. Uh, as a lot of you are here, I just, I thank your pastor for allowing me to say a, a few kind words. Um, Marcella Owens, Mildred Lake, Keith Myers, John Deerhake, Jerry Redmond, Ralph Hadding, Gail Eckler, Phyllis Lutz, Archie Perry, our first principal. What do they all have in common? They're up there watching down at this ceremony today to honor Marcel Owens. I want to talk to you just a minute or two about a feeder system, and I'm not talking about feeding the birds or deer. I'm talking about a, a feeder system that's necessary in education, in sports, and in all, all institutions. You've got to, it starts at the bottom. I was fortunate to be a special education teacher for 32 years at Perry. And I had Marcella Owens, Mildred Lake, that fed kids up into my program and starting in 76 went to Apollo. And uh, it's, it's the same way in, in, in sports. When I started baseball, all, I didn't have a little league program. I didn't have a junior high program, didn't have a JV program. I just had a lot of losses. And once we started those programs, you can turn out a pretty good varsity system, but the credit goes to the ones that are working with these kids at a lower level. And I have, I had total respect for her. We didn't teach in the same building. I was in the high school building. She was across the, the street there in the other building, but we had meetings together. And I knew that she always, she always sent over well-disciplined, well-prepared, well-mannered kids, and I just continued what she had started. Uh, she was a very, very dedicated, fine young lady. Um, I just, we sent kids on to Apollo, and Sally Lighty, who taught next door to me before Apollo came in, she said, you know what, Phil? She said, Perry always sent the best prepared IEP special education kids of any school at Apollo. And that's a tribute to Mrs. Owens, Mrs. Lake, and I just continued the work that they started. So I want to say to the family, uh, it was a pleasure to, to know the lady, to work with her, and to reap the benefits of the work that she started. And for that, I'll forever be thankful. Thank you for letting me speak. Class. 
Marcella Owens, 90, of Crytersville, went to be with the Lord at 1.15 a.m. Monday, June the 22nd, 2020, at Otterbein, Crytersville. She was born April 2nd, 1930, in Gatliff, Kentucky, to Millard and Myrtle Lawson Brown, who preceded her in death. On October 15, 1953, Marcella married the love of her life, Paul Owens, who also preceded her in death, May 24, 1986. Marcel and Paul were blessed with two children, Paula Larry Jordan, who survived in Crytersville, and David Owens, who preceded Marcel in death. Also surviving are two loving grandchildren, Kristen John Getchy of Perrysburg, Ohio, and Benjamin Jordan of Dallas, Texas, as well as three great-granddaughters, Lauren, Natalie, and Leah Getchy. Marcella loved her family very much and was fiercely loyal and extraordinarily proud of her, of her children, great-grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. Marcella was also preceded in death by her sisters, Zelma Gooden, Norma Smith, whom she shared a very special bond. Passionate about education, Marcella graduated from Whitley County High School, then from Eastern Kentucky Teachers College, Cumberland College, and Bowling Green State University in the field of special education. She taught special education for 30 years, retiring from Perry Local Schools in 1986. She continued to encourage others to read, learn, and grow long after her retirement and touch many lives through her love of education. Marcella was also a long-standing member of Lima Missionary Baptist Church, where she sang in the choir. I want us to uh, start off with a prayer. And uh, our Heavenly Fathers, we come before you today. We thank you for our sister, Marcella. 
thank you for all the great memories uh, that we've had with her and, and uh, shared with her and a time of, of laughter, time of sadness and sorrow uh, and uh, the good times that you've blessed us with. It's such a privilege. And thank you for uh, the scripture that you've given me to share today. And uh, Lord, I would ask that uh, you would uh, uh, bless in uh, the reading and expounding of your word. There's somebody here, God, that don't know you. I, I help myself, I help Brother Terry as he comes to bring a message uh, that we might be a help to them. I know that would be uh, Marcella's heart's desire uh, that somebody else could uh, know Jesus. And uh, as much as she uh, loved her children that she taught over all those years, uh, I know that, and uh, the gifts that she gave them, I know that the greatest gift that she wanted everybody to have was to know Jesus. And so, Lord, we just ask for your help today. And what a special lady that she's been in my life and so many lives. And uh, it's our privilege today to have this opportunity to, to uh, speak at her service and to help honor her life. And, God, we thank you for all these things. And just ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to read in Second uh, Timothy, uh, the fourth chapter. And I've just got two verses. And I hope I'll let, that the Lord will let me say some things about these. I'll probably read them, just read both of them first and then go back and say a few things. In the seventh verse of the fourth chapter of Second uh, Timothy, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but to all them also that love his appearing. Now, I want to say some things about this, and I want you to pray. Uh, you could read this and, and you could just think, well, boy, Paul was saying that he had really done a, a great job. And, and my opinion of Apostle Paul was that he was a great soldier for God. My opinion of Marcella, she was a great soldier for the Lord. Uh, but uh, let's just start here in the first verse or in the seventh verse says, I have fought a good fight. The Bible says for us to uh, fight the good fight of faith to lay hold on eternal life. Uh, my opinion of Marcella is she was a great Christian her whole life. That's my opinion of her. She fought a good fight when she got saved. The uh, thief on the cross, and she fought the good fight after she got saved. But I'm talking about the thief on the cross that said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He said, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. He fought the good fight of faith. We fight the good fight of faith when we lay hold on eternal life and when we get into the war. The Bible teaches there's no discharge in this war. I don't know. I didn't ask the family. I'm assuming Marcella got saved as a young girl. There's all them years that she lived for the Lord. Marcella doesn't get to go to heaven because she come to church for years. Doesn't get to go to heaven uh, because uh, she uh, did a lot of things for the Lord. You get to go to heaven when you lay hold on eternal life. After we get saved, we get put in in the battle. Uh, now we have we have a warfare when, uh, and I'm going to get to some other things here. I'll try not to take very much time. Uh, it says, I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. When do we keep the faith? Well, the Bible teaches that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. God give me the faith when I was a little boy, give Marcella the faith to believe in what Jesus done. 
when we exercise the faith, when we move on the faith that God gives us and we trust in Jesus, that's keeping the faith. And then we get put in to the household of faith. Marcella has been in the household of faith all these years, all these years. It, this doesn't mean that we have always done everything 100% right and, and never made any mistakes in our life. Now, Marcella was exemplary to me. Just had an exemplary life to me. But you don't get to go to heaven. A lot of people think this. You don't get to go to heaven based on how good a life that you live. You get to go to heaven based on the life that Jesus lived. And you put your trust in him. And that's the route into heaven. Now, if you want your blessings after you're saved, and if you want to have a positive influence like Sister Marcella did, you want to have a positive influence on your family and your friends, you need to live for the Lord. If you want to be happy, you need to live for the Lord. But I kept the faith when I got saved. I don't believe even Apostle Paul, and I, I just think he had an exemplary life. But I don't believe Apostle Paul was saying that there's a crown of righteousness laid up for me because I've just I've done a, such a good job. He boasted, uh, he said, God forbid that I should glory save in the cross. It's what Jesus did that take Marcella to heaven. It's what Jesus did that'll take you to heaven. It's what Jesus did that'll take me to heaven. He said, I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. Now, in my opinion, Marcella's had a pretty long course. If you live to be 90 year old, that's a pretty good long life. I've kept the faith. She kept the faith when she was a, a young girl, uh, uh, I'm told. All, all these years she lived for the Lord. And what, what a blessing it is to all of us that knew her. What a blessing her life is. But don't put your trust in just living a good life to get to heaven. Put your trust in what Jesus did. He said, henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me at that day. Marcella's crown of righteousness was laid up the very moment she got saved. That's when it's laid up. A lot of people think, boy, how much. If you, and I commend you. If you, if you live for the Lord and, and, and from your heart try to do what he wants you to do, I commend you. But we're all going to get the same thing. Now, I believe, and I don't know how many people believe this, but I believe the crown of righteousness is your glorified body. I believe my soul got crowned with the gold when I got saved. I believe Marcella got crowned with the gold, her soul, when she got saved. I believe in the resurrection, you get a glorified body. We'll be perfect both soul and body. My understanding of the scripture is we all get the same thing. You all know the story about the a uh, householder, the men that worked in his vineyard, and at the end of the, end of the day, everybody got a penny. Them that worked the whole day got a penny. Them that come in at noon got the penny. Them that come in at the 11th hour got the penny. If you get saved in the 11th hour of your, your life, I believe you got just as important a place in heaven as Marcelo Sloan. If you get saved, I believe the thief on the cross had just as important part in heaven uh, as Apostle Paul. This is not based on our works. This is based on the works that Christ did. And when we trusted in him, his righteousness is imputed to us for righteousness. Laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, the righteous judge, he looks that if we trust in Jesus, and he said, Sister Marcella, trust in my son.
I'm going to give her his righteousness. I'm going to put Jesus' righteousness in Marcella. I'm going to put Jesus' righteousness in you. You can put your name in there. And there's laid up a crown of righteousness for all them that love his appearing. You know, if you've really got the Lord in your life, do you know that's the highlight of my life when I can feel God's presence? Love his appearing. Years ago, I worked at a shop. Somebody said, Denny, what are you going to do this weekend? I started naming over some church services I was going to. And they said, was that all you like to do, go to church? If you've got the Lord in your life and if you can go somewhere and God moves, there's nothing like it in the world. You can go to sports events and you can go to things that you enjoy doing. And it's not like going somewhere and feeling God's spirit. It's, there's nothing like it. If you don't like to go to church, you might need to get saved. Sister Marcel was pretty plain. That's pretty plain. But if you think, boy, I just go to church just because I feel like I'm obligated, you might want to say, Lord, am I missing something? If I really got the right thing, If we could talk to Marcella about her life, she'd say, why, Denny, it just seemed like a few days ago I was a little girl. And here now I am, uh, and she'd probably say, well, I can't believe I'm 90. You know, I mean, that's how fast life goes, folks. Don't build, don't build your life up on your accomplishments. Marcella accomplished more than I have. She wasn't depending on that to get her to heaven. I appreciate the kind words that was said about her and how, how she prepared those children. And I can just see her in action, uh, uh, you know, getting those children prepared the best that she could. But she gets to go to heaven because she's saved. She gets to go to heaven because God had mercy on her when she cried out to him. She's fought a good fight. And there's a lot of things you can say about this. And I'm not taking anything away from anything Marcella did or anything you're doing as far as living for the Lord. I commend you. If you've if you're if you got it in your heart, you want to do everything you can for God what time you're here, I commend you highly. And, and that's of great value because it'll be passed on to your kids, your grandkids, and your family, and your friends, and you'll have great influence on people. And that's what the Lord wants us to do. But I want you to go away from here today. If you don't know this, I want you to go away from here today knowing if I'm going to get to heaven, I need Jesus. I need to be born again. I'm not depending. Uh, I've been a preacher for a lot of years and pastored church for several years. I'm not depending on any of that to get me to heaven. I'm depending on the day when I was a little 12-year-old boy. And God called me. And he offered me the faith. And I trusted in him. And he made me part of the household of faith. And when Paul said, here I kept the faith. That means when God gave it to him, he trusts in Jesus. After I trust in Jesus, he keeps it. He's doing the keeping now. If I'd had to keep it for all these years, I'd have lost it a long time ago. But he gave me the faith to keep. And when I trust in Jesus, since that day, he keeps it. He keeps the faith. And he keeps Marcella. I'm not a bit worried about Marcella. I'll see her again. I'll see her again. I don't know all what, how heaven's going to be. I don't even begin to know. The closest I can get to it, and I'll give you this. You get in a real high spiritual service and you feel God's spirit. That's the closest I can get to how heaven's going to be. And you know I've been in services like that. My family didn't look any better to me than anybody else. Just everybody looks the same. When, when you just feel just right, everybody looks the same. 
I'm glad God's got a family that he wants everybody in. And you get in his family and he'll take care of you. And Marcella's got the crown waiting for her. And it, she's going to get a, a body like unto the Lord. Glorified body. So I prayed earlier. I'm just going to turn over Linda and let her sing. Appreciate what's already been said and done. Appreciate those good things that you said, Phil. That's that's good. Appreciate the uh, good songs. Thank the Lord for them. Appreciate the truth of God's word. God bless Brother Denny to share with us already. And uh, I appreciate that. And it's an honor to be in this service. And uh, well, I, when I think of Sister Marcella, and I've got so many memories, and my mind goes back, and it was uh, Marcella and people like Marcella that led me to the Lord. Uh, people that let their light shine. And I, I thought about this uh, when I was uh, thinking about this service and I thought, of course I have liberty to say a lot of words, but I, I thought if I was just going to describe Marcella in very few words, what would I tell people? And uh, this came to me real strong. Marcella was a woman of faith. That goes right along with what Brother Denny was preaching about. I want to read from the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. And uh, I want you to pray God put this on my heart. And starting in, in verse 1, chapter 5, it says, Therefore, being justified by faith. This goes right along with what Brother Denny had. You know. But now I want, to, I want to talk about the therefore. In the fourth chapter of the book of Romans, and I'm not going to go back and read it, but it talks about Abraham. And how Abraham believed God. 
And there were some circumstances that uh, was amazing, uh, but Abraham accepted it and trusted God anyway because he moved by faith. And one place over there it says, because it, Abraham believed God, it was accounted to him for righteousness. At least a couple other places in that fourth chapter says it was imputed to him for righteousness. Abraham believed God and it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now, I describe the word imputed as inputted. That doesn't sound like good grammar, but it makes the point. When, when we trust Christ by faith, as the gospel speaks, as we trust Christ by faith, God's grace comes and he puts that in us. That's what Denny was preaching about. He puts that in. So uh, the writer here in Romans can say, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you what, Sister Marcel had peace in her soul, peace in her life. I want to tell a thing or two. This come on mind, then I'll get back to the scripture. Uh, I don't ever remember going to visit Marcella uh, at Otterbein or anywhere else. And, and she didn't say, how's church going? Uh, she had church on her heart, didn't she? We've heard her say that a lot. And there were a number of times that it worked out that when I'd go to visit her, it'd be about the time that they were gathering up in the dining area uh, to eat. And so oftentimes, and uh, uh, I don't know how it happened that way, just uh, happened that way. I'd go and they'd be getting ready and people be coming in, sitting down. And those people be talking and there'd be a spot and I'd pull me up a chair by Sister Marcella. And uh, I remember uh, more than once, but one time especially, I went over and sat down and she said, oh, pastor. And she'd give me a big hug. And people were sitting around visiting and she said, hey, listen up here for a minute. And it was amazing to me. Uh, she still had that authoritative sound in her voice like she must have had in the classroom. Uh, when she said, hey, listen up here for a minute. Everybody got quiet. And they looked up there to see what Marcella was going to say. And she reached over Pat on me. She said, this is my pastor. And she said, and I love him. And he loves me. And one of the folks said, are you her pastor? I said, yes, ma'am, and proud of it. I'm glad to say I'm Marcella's pastor. Well, she's a blessing to me. And so... Uh, thank the Lord uh, for people that got such love in them that uh, regardless of what happens in life, uh, they've still got that in them. And uh, uh, she was saved. Uh, she uh, Numerous times, I couldn't tell you many, we've talked about salvation. She's talked about when she was young, when she got saved. And she'd say things like, I don't know how long God's going to keep me here. And sometimes she'd say, I don't really know why he's keeping me here. I don't know why the Lord's keeping me here. And then she'd say, but that's his business. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like her? She said, I don't know why he's keeping me here, but that's his business. And uh, she said, but I'll stay as long as he wants me to stay. And when it's time for me to go, I know where I'm going. She wasn't worried about it because she was saved. And so it goes on down. Let me read this. It says, uh, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into the grace uh, wherein we stand. And so, boy, I'm telling you what, when a gospel brought faith to me, and faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, and when God's spirit moved in that, when I exercised that, and I, I, I believed in uh, Jesus Christ and him dying on the cross and raising from the dead, and I, I believed that was for me, uh, God gave me access. The door was open. Jesus said, I'm the door. And so by faith, the door's open. He gave me access to the grace. Grace is what God does that we couldn't earn. Brother Denny talked about that. We couldn't earn this. I'm, I'm not preaching or pastoring or doing funerals to try to go to heaven. I'm going because the same reason that Marcella's gone. I'm going because when I was a 12-year-old boy, I got saved. If Listen, uh, if I could say this, and, and I want you to latch on to this. I hope I can say some uh, more things that's really on my heart, but get this if you don't get anything else. Check yourself. Make sure you're saved. If you're not saved, folks, get saved. Uh, get born again. Saved, born again means the same thing. Jesus said in John 3, 3, except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Boy, it's important to be saved. Marcella had a burden for a lot of folks. She wanted to see get saved. Well, sometimes we'd sit and chat when we had a few minutes, and she'd say, pray for this one and that one. Pray for this one and that. People she loved. I'm not going to name all those, but y'all know who you are. 
And so, uh, by, so we have access uh, by faith into this grace when we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now, hope doesn't mean guessing at it. Uh, the hope here in the Greek means uh, with expectation. So, talking about expectations, uh, Marcel had expectations. And rightly so. Uh, the Lord uh, had told her what she's got, Brother Carl, and that's why she could expect uh, what she's got. So so starts out here, and I want to make a point. It starts out here talking about hope. And so uh, we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but now listen to all this. But we glory in tribulations also. Boy, even the troubles that we have in life, uh, we can glory in that. How, how can we? Nobody wants to have trouble. But some of the troubled times that I've experienced in my life, uh, Billy, is the most precious to me as I look back at it. Why? Uh, Sister Paula, because God was with me through my troubles. Sister Marcella was blessed. She had a great blessed life, many wonderful things, uh, family, children, uh, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, uh, good husband, uh, many good friends, good church to go to. You can name it. She had wonderful things. But now, folks, listen. She had some tribulations. She had some troubles. and She had some heartaches. She had some valleys that she went through, Billy Ray. But uh, what she had in her life uh, that gave her hope uh, saw her through the bad times. I'm telling you, uh, some of the uh, rough times I've had in life and the, the down in the valley times, when I look back at that, I say, praise God, because I had that, I had that experience. Uh, it's like Brother Roy said one time when he had cancer, said he wouldn't want anybody to have cancer, wouldn't want to go through it again. But said, I wouldn't take anything for the experience I had because it showed me how real God was in my life. And so, talks about tribulation down here. He said, tribulation. He said, also knowing we glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Just keep waiting on the Lord. Keep leaning on Him. He said, and then uh, patience experience. We have some experiences in the Lord. Now, listen, I'll just make this point. Sometimes, even if you're saved and you're trying to live for the Lord, sometimes the old devil come through and try to make you doubt your salvation. And it's good to go back to the, uh, the altar where you trusted Jesus and you got saved. I like to do that. I like to go way back to that altar. But uh, talk about experiences. I heard a preacher preach one time. He said, I like to go back to the time I got saved. He said, but I don't have to go all the way back there uh, to confirm to myself that I am saved. So I can just go to the last good meeting that I was in where I felt heaven move in my soul and it reminded me, and I know I'm saved because I couldn't have that peace I've got in my soul if I didn't have that experience. And goes on and talks about the experience. And then hope. Boy, now, look here. We started out with hope. Went through uh, the, the tribulations and all that. And come back up and still got hope. And again, that's not guessing at it. You know, we use words like, are you going to town? Well, hope I can. That's not what it's about. This hope means I have a, a firm foundation. I, I have a knowledge of an expectation. When I leave here, I'm going to heaven. I'm like uh, Preacher Perry Blue said one time. He said, dying doesn't worry me a bit. He said, because I know where I'm going when I die. He said, now, the process leading up to dying, he said, sometimes that concerns me. Well, what we'll go through. Uh, but I'm telling you, if we're saved, uh, we got a better home to go to, and I know I'm saved. This is just my little saying, but I say it, and I like to say it when God let me. I know that I know that I know. Because I'm saved. I got, I got the Lord in my soul. Let me beg of you today. If you're here, two things I want to make a point of. If you're here and you're saved, first of all, live for the Lord. If you're here and you're not saved, or, or if you're here and you said, well, I don't know if I'm saved or not, you need to find out. I mean, uh, really seek the Lord and find out. Find out, know for sure. We can know that we've passed from death unto life. And so, so those two things. If you don't know you're saved, get saved. Or, or ask God. And I've known people say, so well, I, I asked him and I, I prayed and God satisfied me. He took me back to a place uh, and an experience I had. And, and uh, he let me be refreshed in that. And I do know I'm saved. I went back to that time when I got saved. But find out for yourself and know for yourself. And he goes on down through here and listen to this. And hope maketh not ashamed. Boy, we don't have to be ashamed of this. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Now I want to read a verse over in the book of Jude, uh, verse 3. As, as Jude wrote to the church, Beloved, 
when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. See, what the preacher's got, what Marcel's got, what you've got, if you've got, it's all common. That doesn't mean that it's uh, uh, not of high value. When it says it's a common salvation, it just means everybody can have it. And if you've got it, that's what you've got. Brother Denny's preaching about it. He said, if you get it to 11th hour, you've got the same thing the fellows had as he said it from the first thing. Sister Marcel was saved. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. And you say, well, preacher, you're being a little bit repetitious. I, I feel like I need to. It keeps coming to my heart. I don't mean to be redundant and repetitious, but if you're not saved, get saved. And, and listen, folks, you all know, I believe everybody here knows Marcel well enough that uh, when she said something, you could, you could figure out what she's talking about. She'd get the point, couldn't she? And nothing wrong with that. Boy, it blessed my heart. I love to talk to her. When you talk to her, you knew where she's coming from and where she's headed. You knew what she's talking about. If she could, if she could uh, say to us today, and she has said words similar to this, uh, when my time comes, uh, if you preach my funeral, you tell my people about Jesus. Tell them I need to get saved. If she could speak today, and I guess in a way she is speaking from having told that. If, if she could speak today, she'd say, if you want to come where I'm at, you're going to have to get what I've got. One way to heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And so let me read this again. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. So contend means to uphold or stand for it. Let me mention this to you, and I'll come to a close pretty soon. If you're saved, are you doing what you're supposed to for Jesus? Are you contending for the faith? If you want to see your people get saved, and you want to help somebody. See, Marcella's goal in life was to help somebody. When she was teaching, she wanted to help those children. Whatever capacity she was in, she wanted to help somebody. When she was singing in the choir, she wanted to help somebody. When she was in the nursing home, she wanted to help somebody. She wanted to introduce uh, people to Jesus. If you're saved, contend for the faith. Do what you're supposed to. And if you're not saved, seek the Lord. Well, what, what good will it do? Seek and you shall find. If you want to go to heaven, seek the Lord. You can say, I'm going to close in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for letting me feel your spirit, Lord. And thank you for Sister Marcella and, Lord, the richness of her life and what she contended for what she stood for and Lord uh, those great testimonies live on uh, thank you God that we've got testimonies from uh, great soldiers like Sister Marcella uh, that was pointing people to the cross uh, God I pray today for this uh, service as we come to a close God I pray that uh, for each one that's here that you uh, help impress this upon the hearts God please speak to those that's lost and uh, call them to an altar repentance Please speak to those that's saved and uh, encourage them to uh, take a stand and make a start, have a zeal to serve you, Lord, and help them to realize, God, how important it is. And, Lord, we, we praise you today, God, and we thank you for your mercy and your grace and for this service. And we ask these things and praise you, God, in Jesus' sweet name, and amen. I'm going to turn the service over to the funeral director. Thank you.